Today, by the grace of God, I want us to look at something very important to the Christian life and the Christian world. And by the grace of God, we have studied uh, the three basic arrows in the Christian faith, uh, especially when men uh, walks away from God and, and their place of focus begins to be troubled. Uh, and, and then they lose the opportunity to stand strong and receive the full blessings of God. There is an avenue that God has done or the spirit of God has set out for us to be able to get back to the place of divine alignment. Hallelujah. The Lord will not leave us hanging for the enemy to use us as dinner for his teeth. And therefore, there is always an opportunity for us to get back in line. Amen. And we have done that by the grace of God for the past few weeks. And today, we want to do the final one that we have done, the reconcil uh, the repentance. And today, we'll talk about what repentance has done for us. And then we did the reconciliation. And we'll speak about a few things that reconciliation also produced. And then we'll go into renewed life after you have repented, after you have reconciled with God. There is something that God does to you. He gives you a renewed life. And we'll walk into the place where the apostle will give us a bit of a challenge that if God has placed you in this capacity, that your life has been renewed, then these are the expectations that he's looking from you. And we'll go to, through those challenges and then we walk into the place of understanding the benefits of a renewed life. And it's so much detail. So please, uh, I want you to stay with us by the grace of God and see some of the blessings that you are permitted to obtain as a child of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I love it. I love it. Amen. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we commit our spirit, soul, and bodies unto you, and we pray today the Lord God, you speak through these clay lips of mine, and this whole body, you put it together to utter your word of hope into our hearts about the renewed life. Let your name be glorified. Let Jesus be exalted out of this message. Let the Father be glorified and be honored in the hearts of men. Let people be lifted up in praise and in honor in the name of our God, the King. In Jesus' mighty name, we thank you for the privileges that you've begun doing in this life and in this assembly. For all that you've done, all that you were doing, and all that you will do, we are grateful for them. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. 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 We started with reconciliation. And we spoke about, we started with repentance, my, my apologies, that we spoke about the need for the child of God to, to have a place of repentance in their heart. And through that, we realized that uh, when you are able to walk in that place of repentance, the Lord is able to bring, to bring you back to the place of divine establishment where he originally positioned you. And we, we came to that place of understanding that when Adam lost the garden and lost the presence of God, lost the opportunity of covering and everything, the Lord had to come in there and bring salvation to him by releasing, killing a lamb and covering him and also establishing him and protecting him in one way or the other. And through the Bible, we came up to the place of realizing that Jesus came through John 3.16 to also restore us 
back to God by his grace. So when we came to that place of repentance, one of the advantages that repentance did for us was that it broke the back of sin. That sin, the strength of sin that held us together and would not allow us to enjoy the benefit as a son of God, as a child of the king. The, the, the act of repentance broke the back of sin. So sin had no strength anymore against you. Sin had no strength anymore against us. And we could now be able to have the freedom to be able to walk in, in the grace of God. Again, he removed the shackles of setback the shackles of setback away from our feet and away from our lives because the Christian journey is a walk of faith. Hallelujah. And when sin comes in, he automatically, the enemy puts shackles around our feet and he puts us in stocks. And so we are hindered or our progress is hampered and we cannot advance speedily or we cannot advance progressively to achieve purposes in the kingdom and for that matter the enemy uses the shackle to hold us down because of sin but repentance begins to break those shackles remove them and give us the freedom to make advancement again and so it is very important to know some of these benefits that comes with repentance. When you are at fault, when you sin against God or you sin against a brother, always walk with a heart of repentance and repent and make sure that you make amends with the brother. And again, we, came to, we come to the place of uh, the heavens being open unto us to access the kingdom of God. We have an open access again. The Lord now, we are no longer strangers in the presence of God, hallelujah. He reopens the door or the access to the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of our God back to us. So now we can enter in and come out as at will at any time and nothing will hinder us because we are now walking in as a legitimate child of God. Hallelujah. Sin makes you illegitimate. But the moment repentance comes in, now you become a legitimate child of God. And so Satan has no right but to let you go and to be able to assess your king, be able to go before God unhindered, open your heart up and pray up to him directly. Hallelujah. Amen. Again, uh, the door to our assignment is also reopened. The gates to our assignment. Everyone has got an assignment. No matter who you are, no matter how you feel yourself to be, everybody has an assignment. And the Bible says that a repentance gives us that opportunity to gain our assignment back. Hallelujah. So the doors that are shut to you, the ability for you to express yourself in the grace of the Lord, in the power of the Most High, the hand of God is able to reestablish you and open the door of your assignment to you. And so you are able to begin to walk in the capacity of your calling. Hallelujah. Every child of God begins to walk in that place of their calling. Nothing stops you. Nothing hinders you. Nothing determines how far you go. It is only the grace of God that determines that because repentance is at play. Hallelujah. And again, our path now is being determined by God. 
Hallelujah. Our path of righteousness now is being determined by God. Nobody can say that you can no longer enter into the presence of God or you cannot do what is right in the Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord begins to give you that determination to walk in the path of righteousness. So it is very vital that every child of God begin to walk in the place of repentance. And what did reconciliation do for us? Hallelujah. It restored our sonship before God. Reconciliation restored our sonship before God. Again, it made us as an ambassador. The Bible says that no, from no, now, he no longer calls us strangers, but we are now ambassadors of Christ. And our past sins, according to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, our past sins no longer is imputed on us. And God now does not consider us as sinful men, but rather he considers us, he transferred the ambassadorship onto us. So you and I walk in the place of ambassadors. Hallelujah. And it is Amen. only a legitimate son or a legitimate child of God who is worthy in the sight of the king who can be made an ambassador. Hallelujah. One day we will talk about that as an ambassador of Christ. Amen. Uh, let me say a little bit. Everyone that they are sending to any country to become an ambassador of that country, the government of that country respects the person and knows that the person carries the capability and will be able to exhibit the dictates of that country well in the place where they are taking them. And so if Christ sees you as a legitimate son and now he is calling you as an ambassador, it means that you are very important in the sight of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Again, Amen. reconciliation also opened the channels of provision unto us, the channels of provision. There is no single ambassador of Christ who will ever, who will ever be denied of what they need. I was listening to a, a story of one ambassador's life, and what happened was that the place where they lived, they built, they built a place that looked like a house in, in, in here in England. He was an ambassador to, uh, of England to um, one of the countries in the Caribbean. And the place of the residence of the ambassador was built by the British. So every amenities in Britain was found in the ambassador's residence so that the ambassador would never lack anything, whether it's food, whether it's transportation, whether it's protection of security. Everything is at the disposal of the ambassador because he has been seen fit to represent the country of Britain. Hallelujah, over there. And so I feel also that if Christ is calling us as ambassadors, the channels of provisions are made available unto you and I. And therefore there is nothing ever that will lack in our lives. Amen. Amen. And again, what reconciliation did for us was that the purpose of our life on earth here is now become clear. Hallelujah. It becomes clear. Amen. Nobody becomes doubtful of who they are. Nobody can talk to you and question you. Who are you? And then you are mentioning, oh, I'm a doctor. You are not a doctor. That is what you do. But who are you? The questions, the answer to this kind of question is that you tell them who you are. That is, you tell them who you are in Christ. You tell them that you are a child of God, a sanctified son or daughter of the king, a king who controls the entire universe, the one who at his right hand are pleasures forevermore. You are a bona fide citizen of heaven, the one that the Lord has called to become an ambassador on earth here. So when they Amen. come and ask you who you are, you tell them who you 
you are. Hallelujah. But with all these things and all these benefits that come to us, the Apostle Paul says that there is a challenge that we need to meet and there is a challenge that we need to face because every ambassador, you go through all series of challenges and difficulties and sometimes even you may have to compromise your stand and be able to, to walk a little bit away from your position as an ambassador and then uh, be able to convince others about your country. I was listening to a story of one of these ambassadors who was sent by the United Nations, uh, United States, to uh, one of these Arab countries that there was uh, there has been almost wars, and they are always blaming the United States for uh, for all the unpleasant situations of their life because of the bombings and the killings and the things that has been in there for for long. And the ambassador now was interviewed by one of these journalists and said that listen, the only way the, and the only message I carry is this that I have to let the people know the heart of America towards them. And it's not a heart of wickedness, but they had already experienced wickedness. So in the minds of the people, they don't believe Americans anymore. Any American they see, American they see, they feel that they are coming to kill them. And so they also want to find a way to remove them or kill them. And so similar situation comes to the son of God or the child of God who has been blessed. And the Bible says that so long as we have received this thing and this grace, there is a place of renewal that must begin to happen, not only in our life, but rather in the spirit of our minds. Hallelujah. And that is what we want to take from Ephesians chapter Amen. 4, 17. If your Bible is close to you, we'll read up to, uh, we'll read a couple of them. And if the English standard version is there, I'll be pleased with that. Hallelujah. The apostle says in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 17, said, This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk, in the futility of their minds, having their understanding darkened by darkened, being alienated from the life of God or from the life of God because of their ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart which means that their heart has got eyes, but they chose to blind that. Hallelujah. The blindness of their heart, who being, who being past feeling, have given themselves over to being, um, giving themselves to lewdness, to work all uncleanness with greediness, but you have not so learned of Christ. If indeed you have, learned, you have heard him and have been taught by him, as truth is in Jesus, that you are you put off and concerning your concerning your former conduct the old man which grows in contempt according to the deceitful lust and be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness this was the challenge of the apostle Paul to the people that has been reconciled to God. They have repented, reconciled to God, and says that now there is a place of renewal in the spirit of your mind. And therefore, whatever it is in you, the former life must no longer have a play 
in this life that we're talking about. Any experience of the past life that has become a situation to trouble your life or to make you lose your chances as a child of God. He said that we have not learned that from our Lord Jesus Christ because in the Lord Jesus Christ, that what we have learned from him is the spirit of truth that works in us. So the place of lie, lying and any act of greediness, anywhere that we have allowed our heart to be darkened by the issues of life and even made ourselves ignorant by way of missing out on the things from God. He said that that's not what we, you and I, we have learned from God. No, none of us as sons and daughters of the king has learned that place. And therefore he wants us to begin to work in that place where our spirit is being sanctified in the place of thinking, in the place of being able to have the same mind of Christ. And so the Bible says that if we are in Christ, we should have the mind of Christ. Hallelujah. If a child of God has the mind of Christ, there is no place of greediness in the mind of Christ. There is no place of selfishness in the mind of Christ. There is no place of, 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 of lack of things and lack of the love of God in the minds of Christ. He wants us to walk in that sense of understanding of who Christ is and let that become part of our life. So verse 21 and 22 says, but this isn't what we were talk about Jesus Christ. He is the truth. Hallelujah. And therefore, when we walk, we walk in truth. Amen. Unfortunately, unfortunately, the sins sometimes we give ourselves to all kinds of strange uh, situations and strange information that does not benefit us. Sometimes people can speak other stuff in our ears and that can actually weaken our effort of trust in people that we know for sure that they haven't actually done us wrong. They have not even done any wrong to you personally by somebody else's conversation and somebody else's negative thoughts about whoever they think the person may be or may have done to them, they begin to rub on you or kind of defeat your, your understanding of these people. And all these things, the word of the Lord says that we should hold on to truth, hallelujah, because Christ did not give us the spirit of life. He did not allow our minds to be darkened, but rather a, a mind of understanding, clarity to know our position in Christ. And therefore, if there is anything in us, we should not impute other people's sins onto them, just as Jesus, would, the Lord will say it in the book of, in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 that he did not impute sin unto us but rather righteous and he considers us as righteous in his sight and that is what every child of God must walk in the mind of Christ and so he says that from today what we need to do is to be able to have this renewed mind in the things of the spirit hallelujah if we walk in the spirit the Bible says that we will never ever satisfy the demands of the flesh. So we are walking or having the mind of the spirit renewed in the spirit and put on the new man. Hallelujah. The new man that is in Christ, what Christ has given to us, which are two things that is righteousness and holiness, holiness unto God, righteousness in the sight of men, and doing what is pleasing unto our God in the place where he has positioned us, so that the name of our Lord will be upheld in the things that we do between our brothers and our sisters, between our spouses and our families, between those whom we are uh, associated with, and everywhere he has positioned us. He wants us to walk in that capacity where we, we shall have that renewed mind in the spirit. Hallelujah. 
And this is what God is demanding from us. And it was a challenge by the Apostle Paul to every child of God. Amen. So now, if these are the renewed mind, and as it's as a challenge to us, what do we do? What do we do? And what has Christ made available or what has the word of God made available unto us as a renewed mind people? If our minds have been renewed, what are available unto you and I? Or what is at our disposal as an advantage or as a benefit for us to begin to walk in in the place of our calling, in the place that the Lord has given to us? Point number one, it's quite a lot of stuff that we have to learn today. Number one, According to 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 4. He says this. He says, for out of such afflictions and out of such... Uh, I will take four, from 14, because 14 will be rather a beneficial. Hallelujah. 14. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. So now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ and make us manifest in the Savior of his knowledge by us in every place. So one of the first things that the renewed life begins to walk in is that we have the power of triumphant grace in Christ Jesus upon us always, always. So which means that nothing can ever and must ever defeat a child who has got a renewed life. There is this triumphant grace that the Lord gives to us according to uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, that Christ calls us into that place where we are able to walk in the triumphant grace of the Lord. Hallelujah. It helps us to be able to decide and detect, detect on a lot of things. Amen. Number two, number two. Number two, but let me let me say a little bit on number one, where the triumphant grace, that is the act of victory. We walk in victory. That's the meaning of it. Means that we have a victorious life. No matter what comes my way, no matter what the attacks on you, you have a victorious life. Or life. It, it, that's the end of everything. So even if it goes a negative way, if it goes sour, it will still lead you to the place of victory. Amen. Amen. The Bible also says that we have we are we, we, we are dead unto death. Hallelujah. We have this kind of state, state that the enemy begins to create a sense of death around us. But we number two, we are dead unto death and unto those who are not saved. That is, they consider us a people who don't carry any substance. Have you been there before? When you've been a child of God, the people who are not saved, who are not in faith, who don't know what's going on in the kingdom of heaven, and they begin to ridicule you, they begin to laugh at you, and they consider you as somebody who is naive. You are stupid. Uh, he is a Christian, so he's not smart. Especially the students, those who are listening to me when you're in school. That's one thing that they tell you. You don't know a lot of things. You are a virgin. You have no experience of a lot of things. But they have no clue that all these things are what the Bible has made available unto us. That we people who have, have, have got the renewed life, the people who are in the world who are perishing, sees us as dead people. They see us as people who don't carry life. But there's something also in Christ that leads me to point number three, that we have life unto life as the saved ones. We have life unto life as those who are saved in God. Hallelujah. If every child of God will listen to me today, that is this grace upon you, according to um, 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 16. So, let me read that. 
as to the one we are the savior, we are savior of death unto death, and to the other, the savior of life unto life, who are who is also sufficient for those things. We are sufficient for those things. When God gives us the opportunity to be, to carry the renewed life, we carry this in us, the life of Christ in us, to those who are saved. And anyone who needs life, wherever they find you, life is also found in them. That is one of the things that I learned earlier on in my Christian work, that by the grace of God, anywhere the Lord positions me, there is a sense of life that radiates in that environment or in that family, in that people. And the Lord says that every child of God who has got this renewed life, you have this capacity of life in you, which is from Jesus Christ that comes into you, that you are able to impact it in the life of others who comes in your in close proximity of your life so that you are able to make life come back to those who are dead if they are willing hallelujah if they are willing to Amen. accept christ in their lives also so god Amen. the word of god expects us to walk with this life in us to show it to the world to let them know that the life we carry is the life of christ and therefore we are able to share it abroad to everyone by god's grace that is second uh, corinthians chapter 2 verse 16 hallelujah that's point number three number four Amen. We have the mandate to preach the pure gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's verse 17 of 2 Corinthians chapter 2. We have the mandate, every renewed man, every renewed life, you have the mandate to preach the pure gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Everywhere you stand, anywhere you are, there's no limit as to what you can say and what you can preach to the people. The Lord mandates you. The Lord gives you that ability. The Lord gives you that grace. The Lord gives you that strength, that audacity to be able to declare the good word of the Lord to anyone that comes to the close proximity of where you are or who you are. In the name of Jesus. So tonight, today in this meeting, I want you to have this at the back of your mind that you are somebody whose life has been renewed and therefore this grace of life, this grace of dawn, those who look unto you as if you are dead and those who also see you as those who carry life, those who will see you with those with the mandate of the ability to preach the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ and also those who walk, who sees you as somebody who walks in victory. We have to have this at the back of our mind because it is part and parcel of our life. It's the advantage we carry, regardless of what we do or what we don't do. For the fact that we have got a renewed life, this comes as a package of a life that is renewed. So number five, we are made able ministers to make others men of God. Hallelujah. Or men of Christ. We are made able ministers. That's chapter three, verse three. We are made able ministers of God, and we are able to also convert others unto Christ. That is the grace of a renewed life. Everywhere you are, that ability and that capability is in you to be able to touch on other people's life, whereby you are able to transfer or tra transfer the grace of God in you to convert them to come to the Christ that you have come to know. Hallelujah. So the renewal carries that mandate to be able to help others to come to Christ, to know Christ. Hallelujah. Point number six. We have made able ministers of the New Testament in power. In power. 
Hallelujah. And that has been my prayer all the time that I would never stand on any platform to preach the word of God. That there will, there will be no power that will back it to make somebody's life better. And I've always prayed this prayer. And, it's a, and, and this gives me a sense of assurance and confirmation to know that God has given me what it takes to walk in the spirit of the word of God. That is the power behind the word of God. And everyone listening today on this platform, this grace you carry, this ability you carry, the renewal gives the ability to minister the word of the Lord in power. Hallelujah. Again, seven. We are life givers because of the grace of God in us. The Lord puts upon us a grace to give life unto others. Chapter 3, verse 16. Verse 16, that is one thing that you carry. The life giver. You are a life giver. So wherever you are, you are not a dead person in that environment. Hallelujah. I remember somebody was asking me some questions some, some years ago. So why should I allow you in my circles? And I said to the person that, listen, I am a life giver. I am somebody who is a catalyst in the hands of the Lord. I cause a change in an environment that I'm in, in a positive way. And the person said, okay, this is a very positive statement that you are making. I will see whether it's happening or not. And indeed, the Lord caused my words to be true in the life of the person. Hallelujah. Amen. So we are life givers. The Lord has caused us to become life giver because of the grace of God on us. So you carry that grace on you. You carry that ability on you. Never stand at any place for somebody to determine who you are or who you are not. Tell them that you are a life giver. If they tell you that, what are you bringing on this job? Tell them you are coming here with the sunshine. If I leave this place, there will be darkness. It has happened several times in my life. It has happened several times to my life. I didn't pray against anybody, no. But the, the treatment they gave me, the Lord made them know. And it, this came out after many years that I began to understand some of these basic, basic truths about the word of God. And I said, ha, ah, so is this what the church is missing? That we are not telling the people of God. Sometimes somebody is fired and all of a sudden your heart is broken or somebody rejects you as a, as a, as a fiancé or as a wife or as a husband or whatever. And then your heart is broken and you're all over the place crying and all that. Listen, don't be afraid of all these things. You are a life giver. If they have moved away from you or they have shunned you, don't, don't ever bother. Never anywhere and cry your heart out and cry your head off as if that you have lost anything. You never lose anything so long as you have a renewed life. You are a life giver. Hallelujah. The person has lost life. Because in them, there shall be no you in their life anymore. And so whatever you carry that made life in them, that cuts off automatically by virtue of them separating from you. And this I pray in the name of Jesus, that may the eyes of your understanding be enlightened to apprehend in your heart and keep it going everywhere you are, that you never lose anything. Amen. Amen. Every new life, you never lose anything. Wherever you are, you are somebody who is a life giver. You are a career of a grace. You are somebody who carries the power from on high. And therefore, you never lose anything. If someone decides not to let you in their quarters, it is all because they are in the place you don't want to decide wherever they are. But they are refusing light to come in there. They are refusing light to come in there. They are refusing a change, a positive change of yours to come into their lives. Hallelujah. Amen. Point Amen. Eight. 
we have the Holy Spirit to work in us. That is that's, uh, chapter 3, verse 8. We have the Holy Spirit to work in us. The Spirit of God begins to work in us. Verse, chapter 8, verse 8, and also verse 7. You can stay there. You can stay there, please. You stay where we, where we were. And I want to read something from verse 17. The Lord releases his Spirit to work in us. And therefore, we have the Holy Spirit at our disposal who works through us and in us to affect our environment, to affect our generation, to affect our people. Hallelujah. Therefore, every child of God is never disadvantaged. Amen. The Bible says that the Lord and the Spirit are one and the same. And the Lord's Spirit sets us free. So our faces are not covered. Hallelujah. They show the bright glory of the Lord as the Lord's spirit makes us more and more like our glorious Lord. Hallelujah. So the spirit of God is found in us. The Holy Spirit is in us as a renewed life. Hallelujah. Keep that in your mind by the grace of God. Number number nine. We are made righteous by the righteousness of Christ. We are made righteous by the righteousness of Christ. Therefore, if anywhere, anyone comes in there that you have done something wrong and they are pointing negative fingers at you, tell them that, listen, you don't walk in your righteousness. Listen, you walk in the righteousness of God. You walk in the righteousness of Christ. And this is what Christ has made available unto you as a child of God. The privilege of a renewed life is for me to walk in the righteousness of Christ Jesus. Therefore, it is not in what I do. It is in what who he has done for me or what Christ has done for me. And therefore, I mimic and walk in that capacity gradually and every day. So the Bible says that we are chained day by day unto a perfect day in the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. So every step of my life as a renewed person, I walk in the righteousness of Christ every day. Whatever happened yesterday, I do not consider that anymore. Whatever happened to my life last night or last week or last year, that one is not my issue anymore. I am seeking to perfect my life and my walk with Christ because it is in the righteousness of Christ that I want to be seen in there. So every child of God, this is your advantage also and that position that you, the Lord positions you by God's grace. Hallelujah. That is verse 9 of chapter 3. Again, point number three, we have excellent glory. We have excellent glory. We have excellent glory. The Bible says that everything that we are obtaining in him, it is from his glory, it's from the gift of, of God, it's from the Father, whom from whom all blessings comes from. And there are no change of variableness in him, according to the book of James. And for that matter, I have an excellent glory. The glory that I carry is the glory of the Father. Remember, when he went before God, spent time before him, and he came back, the respect that the people had for Moses was there. But listen, the fact that he spent time with God now, the Bible says that his face, his countenance was shining with the glory of the Father, and the people could not look at his face, all because of the time he spent with God. And I want you to see the same thing as a child of God, that because we have been called through Jesus Christ to spend time with him, for his spirit to dwell in us, we carry this excellent glory, not the glory of man, but the excellent glory of Christ that works in us and through us. Hallelujah. And therefore, there is nothing 
thing that can ever look upon us and undermine who we are in the name of Jesus Christ. Point number 11. We have liberty and freedom, which means that the restrictions of yesterday, the shackles that the enemy placed upon our life, and all the embargoes and all the things that they put on us as limitations, there is no more limitation. Now you, ca you carry liberty and freedom to act as much as you want, as far as you want, as wide as you want, and as wild as you want to go for the kingdom's purpose. And therefore, there is no place of limitation. Stand with God, stand with Christ, stand with him, believe by the grace of God that you are achieving what God has called you to achieve. That is why I always encourage every child of God that there's so much in you that you are capable of achieving. There's so much in us as children of God. Therefore, let us not place us in a glass bubble or in a glass tube and put a lid on top and think that, oh, this is how far we can do and this is how far I can go. There is no limit for you. Hallelujah. There is this liberty that we have by 17. There is this yeah. liberty in us through Christ Jesus. He says that the Lord's spirit has set us free. You can read it for yourself. The Lord and the spirit has set us free by the grace of God. So we are not limited. We are not restricted. There is nothing embargo or an embargo place upon you anymore. If somebody don't want to work with you, somebody else will come. If somebody don't want to associate with you, a better person will come. If somebody don't want to respect you, somebody respect Actually, the host of heaven will respect you. Hallelujah. The host of heaven will respect you. Amen. So your faces will no longer be covered. Your face will never be covered in shame, never be covered in any kind of, uh, of disgrace or embarrassment, the glory of the Father will begin to work around you and you shall become the image of him who has called you into his marvelous life. So you carry freedom and you have the liberty. You are free to do more by the grace of God. Amen. Point number 12, which is the Amen. last one that I want to share with us this morning, that we have a continual trans transformation from glory to glory unto a perfect day, unto a perfect life. We have a continual transformation from glory to glory unto a perfect life, which means that today where you are standing, tomorrow the Lord will not leave you in there. You are advancing, hallelujah. And that is one thing I have seen with us, even on this platform, that every single Sunday is never the same. All because the Spirit of God chooses to make us advance from glory to glory, from grace to grace. Sometimes it comes as a gradual progression. Sometimes it comes as a sudden thing, uh, release of God. And But every one of them speaks volumes, hallelujah. Every inch we make in the kingdom speaks a lot of volume in the sight of God and even in our own life. That is why we have this kind of thing in us that we need to give God glory. We need to give him praise every single time, every opportunity he gives to us. Sometimes we may see it as a setback, but actually it is a setup to advance us. Hallelujah. It is a setup to advance you to, place, to a position of better praise, to show the glory of God, to share the image of Christ. Hallelujah. So we continually, by verse 18 here, we continually that we are advancing in God. Our faces are not covered. He show us the bright glory of the Lord as the Lord's Spirit make us more and more. Hallelujah. That's what the Bible says. It says the Lord's Spirit makes us more and more like our glorious Lord. 
So there is this grace of transition from glory to glory, like our Lord Jesus Christ. So there is no more limitations. There's no more trouble. There's no more cries. There's nothing else. Hallelujah. So this is what God wants me to share with you today. If you are listening to me, tomorrow, next week, by the grace of God, we, walk, we want to walk in some of the promises of God. Hallelujah. The promises of the renewed life. That's what we're going to deal with next week. And we'll see how powerful the Lord does some, so much stuff about us. And you'll be shocked by the grace of God. Hallelujah. The promises of the renewed life. I want you to stay with us. Share the link with others wherever you receive it. The fire will continue to burn on this platform by the grace of God until his coming, until lives are transformed in the name of Jesus Christ. We give him praise. Again, I want to share with you one of the good news is this that our website has been established. Our website, Emmanuel Christian Assembly, has been established. It shall be launched very soon. It has been done. We have bought the whatever we need to buy with a couple of, uh, a very substantial amount of money that gave us the domain name. A lot of things are happening on this platform. So please don't be far away from us. Stay with us and you will be blessed. Amen. So a renewed Amen. life Amen. is a life that Amen. is on top. Hallelujah. So this morning, Amen. I want to speak this into your spirit and into your soul that you are on top of everything. No matter what you say, you are on top of every situation. No matter what the situation may be, you are on top of every matter. No matter how the situation may speak out, I declare over your spirit, I declare over your soul, in the name of Jesus, the advancing grace, the glory from from grace to grace, from strength to strength. May that power come upon your life because you are a renewed person. You have a renewed life in the name of Jesus Christ. Anyone that considers death, it is because they are dying. And anyone that sees you, that you will carry life because they are believing you for life. I pray that may the Lord use you as a blessing in many lives that you get in contact with. And those who don't uh, associate with you, leave them alone, but stand on your feet and know that you are somebody who is a carrier of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is perfecting us by the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, taking us from one step of glory to another step of glory unto the perfect life that shall be when he returns in the name of Jesus Christ. And for that matter, a perfect life does not have to have sickness in their life. And therefore, anyone sick on this platform today, receive healing now in the name of Jesus Christ. Anyone with any kind of challenge or situation that is bothering your mind, I pray for clarity and understanding unto you in the mighty name of my Lord Jesus Christ. I declare anyone with any issues of mind that you are battling with, any secret addiction that you cannot come away from, you cannot move away from, from today, you have a renewed life. I speak in the name of Jesus. I break the power of addiction. I break the power of addiction. I break the power of addiction in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Receive your freedom at first. Receive your freedom in in the mighty name of Jesus. Let not the enemy laugh over your life in the mighty name of Jesus. But may they see you as a life career, as a life giver because of Christ in Jesus' mighty name. And walk in this capacity. You are a kingdom 
citizen, and therefore you are not defeated. There is nothing Amen. that defeats you. In Jesus' yes, mighty name, Amen. every place that Amen. you feel that you have been defeated Amen. from today, I Amen. speak victory into your situation. I speak victory into Amen. your life. I speak victory into Amen. every corner Amen. of your life. In Jesus' mighty name, advance Amen. in power, Amen. advance in favor, Amen. advance in the will of the Amen. Lord, advance in the anointing of the Spirit of God. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus, every business Amen. that you have embarked embarked in, I declare Amen. over your yes, life, Lord. over the business Amen. that you are in, that may the Lord Amen. deal with you kindly. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ, any that is troubling your life, Amen. may the Lord take the trouble away and give you Amen. peace on every side. In the Amen. mighty name of Jesus, Amen. anyone who seems to be that you have been Amen. delayed, whether delayed in business, delayed in opportunity, delayed in favor, Amen. delayed in Amen. marriage, delayed in anything Amen. from today, Amen. you no longer being delayed. Amen. I declare over your life in Amen. the mighty Amen. name of Jesus Christ, the spirit Amen. of divine Amen. acceleration, Amen. let it come upon you. Amen. Receive it now. Amen. Receive Amen. it now. Receive Amen. it now. Receive it now. Receive it now. Open your mouth and begin to pray with me. Open your mouth and begin to pray with me in the name of Jesus Christ. If you can pray in tongues, open your mouth and begin to pray in tongues if you can. In the name of Jesus. The power of God is the fire of God is working wherever you are now. I sense the fire of the Lord working wherever you are listening to me from this moment. In the name of Jesus Christ, every conditions of your life is being transformed. Every person of your life is being transformed. I see somebody on the part of your heart. Your husband has been diagnosed with a particular sickness. The Lord is attaching the person. Sometimes you get confused about stuff and your heart is troubled. But listen to them from today. Let not your heart be trouble for the Lord knows how to save his own. Let your husband be closer in now as he should be in the name of Jesus Christ unto the most high God. And the renewed life that grace will fall upon him and he shall walk in that capacity by the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. This we believe God. Father, we thank you. We bless you for your word. We thank you, O God, for the renewed life. We thank you for the renewed grace. We thank you for the renewed power. He passed from the dead. We are no longer people, so we are no longer disadvantaged from the We are no longer wicked people, but rather we walk in the strength of our Lord Jesus Christ. We walk in the might of the Lord. I am above and not beneath. No one conformed against this dance anymore. Whatever they call my name and any strength, they call my name or my image or any substance that anybody uses against me. I declare, oh God, the Lord, stand on my behalf and fight my battles for me. Fight the battles of those who are listening to me and listening to this platform, this broadcast, or Spotify, or any other media, on YouTube. I declare over your life, even on radio, I speak over your life that from today, no weapon formed against you stands. In Jesus' mighty name, receive strength of the Lord to overcome the enemy. Rise in the power of the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. In Jesus' name. 
The Lord has called you himself. He has called you into a marvelous family. He has called you to progress you. And therefore, never feel inadequate. Hallelujah. I said, what? Never feel inadequate by the grace of God. He will keep us. He will keep us. I said, what? He will keep us. The Lord will keep us. Amen. The Lord will keep us. The Lord will keep us. Keep that at the back of your mind. From this week, that is what you want to confess. That the Lord will keep me. No matter what comes, the Lord will keep the me. Will keep no matter what, what is what is bothering my life, the Lord, the will, Lord keep will keep me. He will keep me in perfect peace. That is what the Bible says in Isaiah 26, I think verse 3 or so. He said that he will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind has stayed on him and, and those who trust in him. He will surely keep you. The Lord will keep us this week in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for all that the Lord is doing in your life and for your time to come and spend with us to learn about the renewed life. Next week we will do part two about the renewed life, the position of the renewed man and what the Lord does with us by the grace of God. We will see so many things that God is doing. And one of the things, and one of the major things is that he will keep you and I. He will keep you. Hallelujah. He will keep us. Amen. Bye-bye.